the magic formula that contains a universe in a grain of sand. Of course, the story behind the legend is quite different, because the person who discovered the equation was neither venerable nor famous. He was a young, passionate, free-spirited outsider who delighted in breaking the rules. Cocksure and charismatic, he was a man with unbounded dreams such as only the young can conjure. As for his celebrated equation, he hadn't set out to discover the connection between energy and mass. Rather, he metaphorically tripped over it. But this remarkable moment was neither the beginning nor the end of the road to E equals MC squared. My telling of this story begins in the spring of 1897, when 18-year-old Albert, who had recently enrolled in physics at the Swiss Federal Polytechnic Institute in Zurich, was about to break his first girlfriend's heart. It would become an enduring pattern, but... That is not my concern here. Rather, I want to begin my story of young Einstein's astonishing scientific discoveries with the man himself, at a time when only close friends and family recognised his brilliance. Then I want to show how his genius unfolded and, in the process, explain the science that captivated him in the years leading up to 1905 when he would suddenly emerge from obscurity and revolutionise our view of reality. The academic year, 1896-97, to was a thrilling time to begin studying physics. Just a decade earlier, Heinrich Hertz had proved the existence of wireless electromagnetic radiation by generating the first known radio waves. Then, in 1895, Wilhelm Röntgen discovered another type of electromagnetic radiation, which he called X-rays. In 1896, Henri Becquerel observed that uranium salts emitted some sort of radiation that was made visible because of its effects on a nearby photographic plate. In 1898, Marie Curie would show that radium had a similar property, and she would coin the term radioactivity to describe the strange ability of certain types of matter to spontaneously give off energy. At that time, no one knew exactly what this radioactive energy was made up of. It would turn out to include high-frequency electromagnetic radiation and high-energy subatomic particles, namely electrons and muons carriers of negative electric charge and helium nuclei. But the modern idea of nuclear particles did not exist until 1911, when Ernest Rutherford discovered the nuclear structure of the atom. That is, a positively charged nucleus contains most of the mass of the atom, while the much less massive electrons surround the nucleus kept inside the atom because of their electrical attraction towards the nucleus. However, although physicists didn't have a clear picture of the atom when Albert enrolled at the Polytechnic, they were beginning to unravel its secrets. Firstly, the electron was discovered. In 1897, the year my story begins, 
Cambridge's J.J. Thompson carried out experiments that led him to infer the existence of what he called corpuscles of electricity. A few months earlier in Holland, Hendrik Lorentz and Peter Zeeman had also found evidence for some sort of electrical particle or electron. The excitement of this discovery must have been similar to that surrounding the apparent discovery of the Higgs particle, and so must the controversy. It would still take some time before the electron was considered to really exist.